smut kittens we're back finally and we are finally reviewing a book hello my co-host Hallie how are you hi I'm doing good you know just drinking a cup of coffee on a Sunday at two o'clock you got to do what you got to do to stay awake yeah that's what I'm saying it's fine I just uh cleaned my whole house rearranged my whole I did that yesterday twins yeah I rearranged my whole living room again. So I don't know. Oh, that's what it nice. Is. I love, I love rearranging furniture. It's back to the way we moved in. So I don't of know course. what this, we I don't wrapped know. Around. <laughs> we did a big wraparound <laughs> to the beginning and, uh, but the carpet is different. Instead of being like, I want to say like, ver- yeah, vertical, well, long, it's like horizontal now in my living room. I don't know how to like love that. Yeah. We so, went from hot dog to hamburger. That's what we've done. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, we're back. Um, I know we had two episodes with author Marie, but you know, they were worth it. They were hysterical. She's hysterical. We haven't done an author interview slash hangout in like forever. So that was really like, fun. Honestly, we just had shit going on. I mean, yeah, like, you know, we I really mean, did. we had a lot going on. We are <laughs> professional outside of this podcast as well. So it's just, it's just really like a big wraparound in our life. We're professional right. here, professional there. Just got to do what we got to do. Right. I will say if you haven't listened to that, um, you should go listen to those episodes. If you just want to laugh, we don't really, we don't really talk about the, her book so much, like in a spoiler kind of way or anything. So if you haven't read them, no big deal. It's really just three girls getting drunk on a mic and talking about hysterical things. So yeah, we really cover about just every fact of life. So if you're <laughs> yeah. wondering about where you should lead yourself in life, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the two podcast episodes will help you. Yeah. So we're back today with a kingdom of flesh and fire by Jennifer L. Armantrout. This is book two and her from blood and ash series. If you're new here, pretty much this entire season, we're just going to get through this series because we've read to book three. We haven't read past that. We haven't read A Shadow and the Ember and that prequel series. We're going to be doing all of them. Yeah. So, and it's kind of on. important to us because right. we really like them. Um, but like just a little. Yeah. And I think we get so wrapped up in TBRs and things that we want to read that we don't ever nail it down. So when we commit, we have to commit. Like we've, we have not even said like, let's read another book. Like we haven't even done it yet. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. So we did a kingdom of flesh and fire. Let's get this going. Cause we don't want to keep you here forever. And because we have other things to be doing today. <laughs> I got things to do. I gotta get ready for my week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's get started. What was your rating for book two? Oh, uh, book two gets a five out of five for me. Same. This is when like, fuck it just starts to get uh-huh. good it is good from the very beginning like you get if you haven't read these books yet you will get left uh, a cliffhanger every single time so but the great thing about these books is that they literally just pick up right into like the, the same the scene. scene same yeah. conversation they just keep going yeah so it's um yeah this is five out of five what about for you? oh yeah this is five out of five for me book one i think i gave a four is what we originally said this is a five for me. I yeah. love book two. Like it's just perfection to me. Yeah, it is the, the banter, the writing, just every little all detail. The nuggets, 
all, all the, nuggets. the nuggets, literally all the nuggets. This, this series is a nugget series. So if you've been wanting some Chick-fil-A nugs, this is it. Yeah. This series, like the book two was the book where like, we really got the murder boards out and started plotting and yeah, theorizing. Now I look back because this is our reread. Like I think that I missed, missed. like Still. just things that I'm now like, Oh, duh. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's because we were reading so fast. I also read this very fast. I read about 500 pages in about less than maybe 36 hours. So yeah, yeah it was a good one. A little bit to yeah. read. What was your spice rating? So this book, these, this series in general, um, especially this book helped me realize my blood kink. Right. I think this so, was, uh, this was never you, you really, this is when I was like, this is what I would this like. Like if I could live in a fantasy realm of anything, um, being an Atlantean or right. just having an Atlantean, my presence would be it. Like that's it. So um, yeah. I do five out of five on smut for me. I think it's so good. It's so uh, like, and it's specifically to me. You're gonna probably might give it right. lower, but it is specifically. Yeah, I was to gonna me go like how it makes two me two and a half, three. Yeah, it's it's five out of five for me just because of the it hits on my. Yours kink. is the quality. Yes, it's the quality, and it hits on my kink. Oh, I like that. Yours is yours is quality. I agree, five out of five. The quality. Mine's more quantity, two and a half to a three. Yeah, it's not a ton of spice, but the spice that's there, fuck. Yeah, if you have a this blood series kink- isn't like a huge smut series. Like I remember, yeah. I read Amelia Hutchins' fantasy romance. That to me is like a smut fantasy. Like that is freaking whoa this is you know a good I think it's very equal between plot and spice and the spice serves a purpose in the book every single time Poppy is learning how to do something new with her body and herself <laughs> and with blood so it's truly just like every single time fuck knock that apart growing, we are evolving with we her. are evolving we also have to say for the timeline of this book between book one and this book it has been maybe a week Maybe two weeks. Yeah. I'll give them two, but I, I think you are right. Yeah, like it's, it's, vi- one, but I'm yeah. going to say two. Yeah, it's probably about two weeks in the time span of these two books of everything that's happening. So I always imagine, and we'll actually, we'll get, I'll save it because we'll I don't want to give any, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. So um, this is your official spoiler warning, uh, which honestly, this is book two. So you, definitely should have read book one we will probably be talking about things in book one um we're gonna not do as many I think we don't do as many theories that we think because again yeah. we've read book three so it would just be a spoiling book three because we know what happens you're gonna hate us yeah so we're gonna try not to through. do too many theories <laughs> unless we have things unanswered that we have yet to find out then we will theorize um but anything for book three is safe hopefully if Hopefully we don't fuck that up, but we're going to- No, I don't remember. I, you. I don't remember book three, so it's fine. We only I mean, I this one thing that's called a chair slide. That's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all That's all you need to know. And it's like the last 20 pages of the book. So, yeah. so this is your spoiler warning for book one and book two. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about smut. <laughs> Ooh, where'd you get that? Whoa. Okay, so we start like at the end of book the one. Engagement. The at engagement. Dinner. He says, We're getting married. She's like, the fuck? And then we <laughs> the literally we go are. into the book book two. And she probably says, the fuck again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
they're in New Haven. This is, you know, a recap from book one where we left off. They're in New Haven. She just figured out he is an Atlantean. He is the prince. He is at dinner and he's like, we're going to get prince, married. Prince Castile. And she's like, no, we're not. Dear. Yeah, she literally is like, no, I'm not. Right. So they're still in New Haven for a couple of days. There's a winter storm coming through. So they have to be there for a few days. And on one of the days, um, she tries to run away. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> with a bent steak knife. Because she, she can't be trusted with her dagger because she already stabbed Castile in the heart. So... Yeah, and it's like he's an important character, so we're trying right. to not kill him off. We're trying not to get here in a heart attack, you know? And that's really what it is. So, like, they're in prep for all this. She leaves. They're in the... She's, like, gonna make it. I mean, she's like, she got pretty she's, far. She's booking it. Yeah, she got pretty far. And then all- knock, knock, there's a wolf in the trees. Who can it be? Kieran. Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> and she literally is like, fuck. I it. And then, nickety knock, who's behind the other tree? Castile. In the shadows, Castile. And what does Castile do? He's like, let's fucking get this over with, honey. You want to fight? Let's fight. Kieran, go back to the keep. <laughs> yeah. We're going to fight it out. You're not leaving, but sure. I loved it. I love this scene. I, it's again, we said this in book one. Castile is just like, he's here for the craziness. Like, he's here for the psycho red flags. And he's like, please be psycho. Like, I love it. Well, and- it's what gets him off. Like, and I don't think anyone's challenged him. Like we learn a little bit about Castile's later past lovers in some of this and no one has challenged him. And like, once they figure out he's Castile, you know, the prince, um, they kind of change around him. So, and she doesn't, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Also let's, she was all, I don't give a fuck. Plus I don't believe you. Like, yeah, my whole you're life, a liar. Yeah, my whole life I've been told you are the dark one and the absolute fucking worst. Yeah. And now, ring ding ding, I'm in the presence of the dark one. I'm not going to believe you. So yeah. it's like I kind of feel bad for Poppy in the beginning of the book because oh, it I is. Too. It's it is right so, back to the end of book one. We were like, this girl, like, yeah, and she's just getting thrown. Like, she'll be like, well, what about this? And they're like, no, that's not true. And she'll be like, okay, what about that? And he, no, it's not true. And her world is utter chaos. Yeah, it is. And I like, and I, again, back to my like two week span, like imagine if your whole life in two weeks, every day, all your beliefs, everything you knew, who you are, like you are, what your role in the world was said to be is totally a lie. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I loved it. I love that he brought swords for her. Like, yeah, it was a fair fight. She held her own. I loved it. And then all of a sudden, because they're in the deep, dark woods, what comes after them? The Craven. And, and I ass. I love this scene because when too. they're killing the Craven, they're talking about the their banter. body count. Yes. The and banter. He'll be like six and she'll be like four. And, and then he'll be like, she'll be like, oh, five. Like it it is- her fight scenes, what I think I love so much is that they play out like literal movies in my head. And it's the yeah. perfect amount of action, of tension, of humor, like the banter. Like it's, I just love it. I love it. I love it. It is. I told Hallie a little bit. I felt like this book was fluff, but there's some fluff and you get a lot of inner monologue from Poppy, which is like. There's some redundancies. I, I can, yes. I agree with that. It's, and, like Poppy, it's like, we know we get it. Move on. <laughs> yes. And there's a lot of that. And it's because she's young. Like she just can't let go. Yeah. And like, even after their fight, like they're walking back and she just like can't handle being a sore loser like at all. And I think like I 
would think maybe I would be this way, but then I think about it and I'm like, no, I wouldn't be a sore loser. I would be about it. I'd be you, like, this you guy wouldn't because we me. know what happens, but if yes. you didn't know what was going to happen, then you would for sure be like, fuck this bitch. Yeah. I hate him. Well, yeah, he's the best at everything. And I am just, I yeah, he's annoying. You're probably right. Yeah. So then like a couple days go by, the winter storm's still here. A couple things happen. We won't get into all of it because again, you read the book and we're going to try not to completely dive into this book, even though we want to. But some key things happen in the beginning of this book. Um, she, when she's locked in her room, because you know, she can't be trusted to not run away now. Delano is watching her door one, one day and he ends up like, she ends up calling to him and he's like, what the fuck? But she doesn't know she's doing it. Yeah, she's that play out in this book. She's with screaming. He thinks she's screaming, but she's screaming internally, just being pissed off. And he's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. So that's you just start, like a nug. Yeah. A nug for the woman, another nug for the, you start seeing that every time she comes in contact with the woman, there's like this electricity, like zap that happens. You see that little nugget. You see that Kieran tells her one day that she smells of death and she's like, thank you. Like, yeah, wow, she's like, okay, well, super. I just showered. <laughs> right. Uh, we then meet Alistair. And this is like where I'm glad I don't remember book three because I know things get divulged about him. And I don't, I, I was telling you, I, I don't first reading this book and I loved Alistair. And I think it's so smart how JLA did this. She makes these constantly Poppy is like, the first thing she says is like, uh, Alistair is very similar to Victor and we love Victor. So then right. it almost like lets us trust him. And we're like team Alistair. I, when I first read it, I was like, oh, he's going to be the new Victor. He's going to be the new, like, take her under a wing. Yeah, he's gonna. He's like, gonna be the Witcher. He's gonna be the Richard Weber in Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. <laughs> that is a fantastic. Yes, that's what I thought was gonna happen. Wow. But now, reading the second time, I read all those scenes so differently, and he's such a manipulator. He is. He's a poster. And a sabotager. Yes, and he question. And, and this is what he does smart: is he questions everything Poppy tells him. So that she, in turn, feels crazy. Like, like he'll ask her, or he'll pop things in her brain. He'll like, pop things in in like a concerning way. Like he brings up when they talk about you know potentially getting married. He brings up Shay, and then he's like, "Don't, don't talk about it." Like it's that doubt. Like he's yeah. putting in these little seeds of doubt into her. And I, I don't think we get this answer, or I don't remember. He's able to like almost mask his emotions because she can read his emotions, right? And she never gets a sense that he's like being untruthful. Like he he does have something. He's also one of the oldest woven and fought in the war. So I feel like a lot of what he does is like, you know, because that brings us to our next thing. Like Kieran and her are in the library and they're learning about like wyverns and dragons changelings and like empath warriors i love that scene i have it i have the whole scene highlighted because i think all of that is going to be what's coming what's coming right and then it gives you another nugget that maybe um poppy is like an empath and all of these things and like um and then like now alistair he brings that up and how new haven the people of new haven can't trust pop they're fearful of of those things because in the wars they had those and they called them soul eaters and they were like this evil thing then he starts bringing up later we're just gonna attack on all the manipulations that alistair did and once he brings up the joining whenever they talk which fuck he knows she's inexperienced so So like it's to scare her yeah 
because he brings it up in a way that's so like insane you know i'm gonna ask you what are your thoughts on the joining are you team joining or no I not I'm not going to say whether we know that it happens or not, even though we do know what happens. We've seen spoilers for book four. But when I read this, I was team joining, but I wasn't team thruple. Yes. So. I don't know. I am now with my beginning first read yeah. total joining was about it. I didn't even care. I, like I didn't perked up. I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be we're going to get a threesome. <laughs> like I was like, well, fuck. Like, yeah. but now reading it and knowing Kieran like no like I I want him to have his own like love and then I guess okay to to explain the joining because this is a big thing that happened on TikTok when all this came out and these books were brand new on the shelves the joining is you can have an Atlantean like two Atlanteans and they are already like in a way bonded to a woven one of them is and what you can do is for all three of you to kind of share the same like because poppy's half mortal so like she yeah like they'll all age above her and she'll be an old lady and die yeah and so you can do this joining that ties would tie poppy to kieran's lifespan and kieran to her if she dies kieran would die who is ultimately tied to castile so it's yeah. like all three They're of them. They're all together. They all just, share the bond. Poppy would be part of the bromance. Yeah, she would be in. Like, she would be in. She that was in. it. So you have to think. And then once you, like, learn more about Kieran and, like, we know, I kind of remember book three with him. But, like, in general, now reading it, I'm so anti-joining. Not because, like, you can give me a threesome. Like, they can have sex. I'm That's what I say. That. I want a joining, but I don't want, like, a thruple relationship. Right. I want like a, just like, uh, they're drunk one night. <laughs> they're drunk one night, it happens. And then the next day there's like no shame and being like, we're all just closer now. And Kieran's just like the best friend that had, you had a one night stand with your best friend. You saw what could happen. You're not there for it, but you have this shared bond now because of it, but we don't go near it again. No, <laughs> no. And it's like, if I was like, okay, Hallie, let's just figure it out for one night. And then no, after that. Like, we've but also it, like, I've I love it, it because then like Poppy would like get to experience a threesome. Like, you know what I mean? Well, and she's just racking up <laughs> these sexual experiences. So like, yeah. let's add in a really big, uh, just a DP, a double penetration threesome. Love it. In for it. I don't think we And then move on. Oh, well, no, we have read a DP. I was, I was thinking we didn't. We have. Oh, we have. We have checked that one off the list. So then we move. Oh, I do think it's important to say because she keeps getting all these like things in her ear and everything and Castile is realizing like people are not trusting her she's getting all these like you know allergies are in her ear she's learning about all this stuff with Kieran when he takes her to the memorial for the ascended yeah and how all these people have been killed and everything and I think that at that point in the book it's a turning point for Poppy like to I know agree. like everything's alive I like, may not e- believe everything he says but I also now know that there is truth to what he's saying. So what else is there truth to? And right. It's her kind of accepting um, all of that. I love the memorial scene. I thought, again, I think that was a huge moment for Poppy um, to kind of decide that like, okay, she's realizing this is so much bigger than what she thought. And it's bigger than just Castile being crazy and trying to marry her for whatever reason. She starts to understand now more of what's at stake with his people and how to get back at the ascendant for what they've done for years um 
so yeah, they do the memorial. Then Lord Cheney arrives at New Haven with the Knights. Um, and again, this is another thing that she finds out that the Knights are, they're all ascended and right. they're not mortals. And she sees them for what they truly are. And they, I love how it's like, she explains how they almost like shift whenever it's like time. Yeah. For them to, like to, to into like off. something scary. Like they, like into like they have fangs that aren't, don't appear there. And like Lord Cheney, he keeps his mask out, call it like a mask yeah. for right now on. Um, but when she's confronted with him and the little boy, she's trying to save from the night, she like watches him like become like this. And I imagine it as you remember the first Dracula where he like, you know what I mean? He's like bald in the little, Oh my God. Yes. That is how I imagine the ascended. Like they kind of like have this, I mean, he probably has hair, his hair still, but becomes like this really He is very attractive, but yes, I picture when he morphs, he's Dracula. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's not, he's not good looking. And he's not the hot Dracula. No. (laughs) He's the scary one. It's not. And then, oh, we did miss one thing where she can't sleep. That's a spicy scene. She's having nightmares. And we're finally getting into, another thing this book pulls in, we're finally getting to what happened the night that her parents died and she was attacked. She starts having these nightmares throughout the book and they just keep building and building on what she's remembering. One night she has these nightmares and she wakes up and Castile just has a great plan for helping her sleep. As we've learned in the first book, what his, his little sleeping antidote is. Which is just a little finger majig. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. And he's so like, he also tells her about the time he was captured with the Ascended. Oh, yeah. And I think that makes her realize even more. Yeah. He's telling the truth. To why bit. would you lie about that? She can feel the sadness. She can feel the shame and the fear and all of that. It gave me a uh, resand vibes trapped into the mountain. It did give me resand vibes, but. It, um, like I like Castile's story a little bit better than Reese's Trapped Vibes yeah. because like I guess it's because we don't know a ton about at this point everything that he went didn't to. go into great detail with yes what Reese went through we just kind of like blanket statement understand what it was but Castile's story you definitely get the details and it more comes out i if i remember correctly in book three of what all happened there. well he's just like a straight blood bag is what he basically says and they would like basically like make him kill people and then they would leave the bodies in there with him so he had to sit with like oh they would they would starve him out for so long that he went crazy and then he would just attack like women kids anyone they would bring him and then leave the bodies there for him to do. Well, and it made him look bad. Like it, yeah. it totally did everything they wanted it to do. Like he's a dark one. He's bad. Atlanteans are bad. Blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. yeah. If you leave them starving without blood for yeah. a very long time. Duh. Yeah. yeah. So she ends up getting taken by Lord Cheney. They're going to bring her back to the queen. She ends up killing Lord Cheney. Right he now. gave me like Lord Cheney in that scene gave me like. Creeps me out. Well, he like predator vibes like predator like i don't know like you think like maybe he's gonna bite her but like is he also gonna like maybe like yeah it was it was was creepy yeah he's creepy shows up just in time just rips off the carriage roof Uh, again it plays like a freaking movie in my brain i'm just like oh he's here (laughs) she is uh bitten i think several times by lord cheney so he ends up giving her his blood to heal her again and I think it's a, it is addressed in this book, but just to keep track, the more blood she's getting from 
Castile, she is half Atlantean. It lent, that's what they believe is like her and the, the fact that she could be approaching the calling if that's what she's going through. But all of these things are now adding to her Atlantean side, her powers, her whatever. Well, and I think we have to talk about it because there's two things. The ascension would be when you're with the ascended at 19. And then the culling at 19 is with Atlanteans. So you have to then think, again, I was starting to put things together with the ascended, how much they copy Atlantia and things like I don't know. Like there's two different. But the only reason they had the Ascension set then was because she would have been 19. Oh, it was. Yeah, that's right. It's her. So they like made it up to be like when the maiden turns 19. Isn't that crazy though? Yeah. Like it's so odd. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's wild to think about. So we get through that scene. She ends up coming back. She's healed. She ends up going and helping the people at New Haven that were injured whenever the Ascended attacked. Um. After this scene, we have the pantry scene. One of my favorite scenes. Doesn't she start glowing? That's in later she- in Spess's in. Oh, that's right. This that's one, right. she just like eases the Goes pain. the paint. You're right, you're right. But the pantry scene is like, basically oh. Castile is just so turned on by her helping his people when they all hate her. And he drags her ass into a pantry and just like makes out with her and dry humps her. And it is so fucking hot. Well, and he has this way of, because he knows poppy is scared she he knows i think it's because she's naive she's never has like she keeps saying that when she reaches out to feel castile's emotions she tastes like berries and chocolate she doesn't know what that means quite yet but in these moments she starts tasting that again so she thinks in her head it's like lust almost and he uh, in a naive way he knows that she loves him and he loves her and that's it. But she needs a chance to pretend. So I love this like poppy hawk. Like it's them, but this like role like play thing of like, yes. Okay. Let's just forget everything and like go back to when we were just poppy, just hawk. Nothing else matters. And then we have no shame around what we're about to do. Zero. And he like lets her feel good about <gasps> it. It's oh God. And he is, I don't know what it is about these scenes, but like you are in the pantry with them. Like you get. It's the tension. She can yes. write tension. That is just like, oh my God. Yeah. And this was like something we talked about with Marie, like leaving out the parts that you wouldn't think like um, when you're trying to write like a scene, leaving out these parts that are like that the reader's not going to enjoy, like the mechanics of it. Uh, JLA leaves some of those in for, and I think it's because of Poppy's naiveness and like inexperience and it makes it, I, these books bring me back to like high school, yes. those, those feelings for the first time all the time. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Also, it does. Like every time he gets close to that bite on her neck, Oof. I start Oof. salivating. <laughs> and it's just like he, and like he nips at her a lot. Oh and I, I'm serious. This is when like biting and a blood kink really i was like god damn it steven i need you to bite me <laughs> just bite me just one time just, just one let time. me just let me see if it feels good yeah so after the pantry he goes to show her this like thing that happened and where she i guess the lord cheney had like cut her or something and, yeah like, blood had spilled where her blood spilled a huge blood tree just erupts out of the ground just bang here it is full-grown tree yeah, and she's like, what the fuck? And people are like, that's an omen. And they go on to say it's omen from the gods who are asleep. It just means they're still watching. Alistair is convinced it's a bad omen. 
Shut up, Alistair. Is like, <laughs> no, it just means change is coming. And our marriage would in fact provide a great change. Like it's just letting us know that like the gods are still here, but that's kind of the only inclination they give to why that happens. I don't think we've had fully answered yet why exactly the gods do it, but I, we just know that every time she spills blood, a tree pops up. <laughs> yeah, well, we do at the end of the book, but um, at this time, we have no idea. Yeah, so then like the next day or two days later, they're like, we got to get out of here. We got to go to Spess's End. They know end. we're here. We're going to Spess's End. The journey to Spess's End, I have a question. Um, what do you think is better? Because we get both in this book, the one bed trope or the one horse trope? Mine's one horse trope. Those two on the same horse, done. I do love when they travel, and it's because you get so much of Castile, and like you know exactly how Castile's feeling by like his body. And they talk about like the tension and him grabbing her thighs when things are bringing her in close. Um, You know, if I had to put it like a travel aspect, like, no, no, not for like for me, it's gonna be me and my own horse. No, I love, I love it. The one horse trope. I'm here for it. Could like, you ima- no, I'm just saying, could you imagine you and Sean, like on a three-day no, journey together no. on a fucking the horse? Cowboy? No, I would like, have my own horse. Thank it's you. actually Sean's probably dream. Wranglers yeah. pressed. Wranglers <laughs> pressed. They are starched and pressed twice. He was ready. He has been waiting for this day. He's been waiting for you two to get on a horse. Baby, come on now. <laughs> get <Giddy> up. <laughs> Saddle up. <laughs> you're gonna take you for a ride like i can't <laughs> I would like, absolutely not he would. He would. i can see absolutely him. not i've never seen um, sean on a horse but i 100 percent know what sean on a horse looks like now yeah so i also love these journey trips too because you also start seeing the friend di- dynamics like with Kieran, we meet Emil and shit. What's the other one's name? Um, Niall. Niall. Delano. Delano is my baby. Oh my God. Delano. We meet Beckett. It's well, we're getting to Beckett. We're getting to Beckett. But like on this travel trip, you also have their like, cause they're all together and like their banter of like when cast, like I think probably at one point like hits Castile and they're like, please don't knock him off the horse. Like that's going to be annoying. Like we like, can't be dealing with this. We can't be dealing with this. <laughs> I love it. I loved all of it. We meet the Bone Clan people, which I assume maybe they come back later, but maybe they're horrifying. They're, yes. Yeah, they wear people's skin and they're cannibals. They're kind of creepy. I did love that scene too, though. Again, the banter in that scene when they're the f- fighting, they're just so like the way that their love and the how their love grows like is so woven into everything it makes it feel so natural and real which is it's just constant flirting but like yes. good flirting and it's castile like he can't take yes. a thing serious he gives me um damon in vampire diaries vibes like when yes when, like when things are like they're in the middle of a war and he can still just like be funny and like sarcastic like that is so damon salvatore to me it is that you're right that is a very good read on him because that's kind of how he is and he's just a shithead at the same yes. time <laughs> such yeah. a shit and kieran is stefan who's like always controlled yes yes like <laughs> like fighting back urges <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they get away from the bone clan and this is whenever we see the first sign that Castile is hungry. He's looking at the cut on her arm. He kind of zones out. He gets a little dark and scary. Kieran pulls him out of it and Poppy's like, what the fuck? 
we see more of this once we get into Spess's end where Castile is really hungry. Really hungry. He's starving. Apparently he hasn't fed like since tasting Poppy's blood, which was like, I don't know, a week or two ago. Who knows? Well, and Kieran alludes to he's like uh, he he says it. And then you have to you realize that the only reason Castile isn't feeding is because he only wants to feed off of Poppy. I mean, that is just so fucking real. And Kieran's like, I don't know why he hasn't fed Poppy. Yeah, uh, what do you think? Like, he doesn't want to eat anybody else but you. Yeah. At Spess's Inn, we also meet, like you said, Beckett and Quinn. Beckett is Alistair's great nephew. Um, he's a woman who is just like a puppy. He's a puppy. He is. He's a puppy bouncing around. He can't control his shifting. Yeah, he just like, he'll just like jump. Now he's human. Now he's not. Now yeah. he's now he's a wolf. Now he's, <laughs> he's not. Like, he's like the kid that needed Ridlin, you know, just like yeah. bumping around. And like Kieran's, <laughs> he is. Kieran's always annoyed with him. Like, God damn it, Beckett. <laughs> so yeah. then we have a spicy scene. That's one of my favorites. And they go to sleep. And Poppy wakes up to a very hungry Castile. <laughs> Who is, but he ain't hungry for her blood. I mean, he is, but he's hungry for something else too. He wants both. He wants both. He said, This is a buffet. I'm here for it. He's all. like totally black eyes, like not there. Scary. Not, like, yeah, he's like full feral. And he, and he like gets on top of her, like full feral. That's the full thing. Full feral. Like, and like, she's like, Excuse me. <laughs> can somebody help, please? <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, that whole scene, Jesus Christ. He eats her out. She has a knife to his throat. It's so fucking hot. Oh my God. It is like, she's like, uh, stop. But also like, he's keep just going. keep going. And that like, it really is. And he's like, you haven't used the knife. And you're like, Ugh. and then knock, knock, who comes in? Kieran. Kieran. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> Ruined. And Castillo like wants to attack him. Yeah, he like and shoves, he like shoves Poppy under him and it's like, rah, rah, rah. like that's how I imagine it was yeah. like he's like a rabid animal, like uh, snarling at Kieran and Kieran's like like snapping at it. him and you're like, what the fuck, dude? And it's like, God damn it. I told you, God, Poppy, Jesus. And yeah, uh, we find out after that that's whenever Kieran brings up the heartmates thing to Poppy. Uh he tells her, but he doesn't go into any detail. He's like, I think you're heartmates. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Walks off. And she's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. You know, it's like this thing where you guys are like bonded forever for life. Cool. Like your hearts are intertwined and like you yeah, get at the fine. same time, but that's you but guys, explain, but I don't know. Yeah. He does explain to her the feeding thing finally at that point. And he's like, you know, he is starving and he's been giving you blood. He's lost blood with all these battles he's been doing. He's not drinking from anyone and we can't get him to. And she ends up coming to the conclusion that she's like, okay, well, it's me. I, I am the tribute. What I need to do for you. And I will gladly be your Service. bag of blood. <laughs> I get, I love Kieran and Poppy's relationship. I, that's another thing, book two. You see their friendship starting, and Kieran and Poppy's friendship is just like, it's so good. Well, it's such the perfect, um, like male female friendship um because he doesn't hold back on her and vice versa and um you know he cares for her as a a person of course yeah but he also like she's very much one of the guys with him which is nice yes yeah so they get through that and then we get to the feeding scene can we talk about the feeding scene (laughs) let me tell you there's so much going on 
in this feeding scene, I have so many reactions. It is, let's, we'll give you the setup. Yeah, set so Kieran, Poppy, and Cass are all in the same room. And, um, you know, Cass Poppy's, feels a little nervous. Yeah, Poppy's like, listen, you're just going to do this. Poppy's like, let's fucking do this shit. Yeah, we're just going to do it. It's going to be fine. It's not going to be weird. It's going to be anything. Kieran, he expresses, he doesn't know if he'll be able to stop. Kieran's like, buddy, I got you. You're going to stop. I got a like, pulse check. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. We'll put hands in the air when we need to, okay? So Kieran is up against a wall and Poppy has her back to his chest um, to be braced. No, Kieran is standing and it's in the middle of the feeding when it gets out of control. They slam Kieran against the wall. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Because so, there's a line that says Kieran grunts when he's like, uh, and I'm like, I would die to be in his head right now. Because he is over it. I know it. So yeah, you're right. It gets out of control. Cass can't like, he needs more blood. Well, he I takes mean, a little both. bit. Poppy too. Poppy's climbing him like a tree. Oh yeah. She's like, right. she oh, didn't give a yeah. shit. Well, and it's because we learn um that you can make which i love you can make the bites hurt or not hurt like lord lord Janey made sure when he bit poppy it, it would was, cause her pain yeah pain castile on the other hand can make his bite hurt with the initial like pierce but, but after that girl it's like gravy, sensual and like you euphoric. euphoric and like has her edge of orgasm like all in it meanwhile we have to take we're having this meanwhile, happen Kieran is just looking down. Holding them up as they drive up. And just like, oh my God. Oh my God. And finally, he does have to stop Castile. He's like, that's okay, guys. I I need to leave. And I love how he immediately bolts. Yeah, he's like, all right. Um, Great, Cass is fed. I'm out of here. See ya. I just love how Castile's like this, like to me in book two, like he's like this like grumpy father to them. That's like, yes, children. He's like, I have to be the one here that uh, keeps all the rules straight because you two two are just out here fucking like rabbits and not doing what you're supposed to do. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, to be in Kieran, hold on, but and also to be in Kieran's head, like every time Cass like changes a fucking plan, Kieran is oh, probably like, oh, great. Yeah. Here yeah, we go yeah, again. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. But he's such a ride or die. Yeah. It's like, just like, I love, I fucking love him. I love Kieran to death. It is very funny. And then go afterwards, ahead. Kieran pieces out and Castile's like, let me repay you for feeding. Let me, me repay you. <laughs> you. So they do some more dry humping, and this time Castile comes in his pants, which I think is so funny. I and- <laughs> love it. I love it. It is the biggest like power move for a girl. Like, well, and it's funny. Um, Poppy doesn't like really know, like quite like, exactly. That's what is that? She like looked. She looked down at his pants and was like, "It was darker. In the area. <laughs> it was a little wet." And what, what is that? And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" So I loved it. <laughs> And he's, he's like, like I'm blushing. And she's yeah, like, I, I never cleaned up. to see the Prince of Darkness, like, blushing. <laughs> I loved it. They do. Loved they get back it. in this really, like, high school, like, yes. First love. Fun. Very high school. It's cute. Very, very high school. Uh, we also, while we're in Spess's End, we meet Kieran's sister, Vanetta. Uh, we go to her house. We have a little, little tea party. It's great. Uh, she also says that she sells uh, poppy yeah she smells old and then Cass says no i kind of get what you mean your blood tastes old like primal and, so and then you have nuggets. it's all of these nuggets for you to know that like poppy is more than what they say and they the whole time they speculate like at this point they think like her line like okay you must 
to be, be an empath warrior. It makes you must, the most sense. Yeah. It's that's what you must be. Cause you can do this healing and blah, blah, blah. And so, but then, you know, he kind of brushes it off, which I think is so funny that Castile's like, no, nah, she's just from an old line. Like, how could she be? Cool. It's always funny. Cause it's like, how could she be more than what I am? Like, yeah. <laughs> like not in a mean way. Like he's never yeah. like that, but it is very funny. He's like, oh yeah, you're just from a really old line of empath warriors. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. And then when they're leaving, Beckett is injured. And this is a big point in Poppy's power right here. No longer can she ease pain. We find out she, her powers have now escalated to her fully healing him. And she starts glowing like moonlight. Everyone's like, what the fuck? This and this new. doesn't help her either. Like, no, because they're like, empath warriors can't do that. She's like, well, great. Then what the fuck am I? <laughs> yeah, she's like, great. So we that uh, we're going to strike that off the list. Right. And meanwhile, Hallie, our, Hallie and I are moving our murder board strings to back oh. to the question mark. Back to the question mark. <laughs> of what and is she? And we're back. And never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, Alistair is there. Of course, he always seems to be there when all these things happen. And Alistair well, just like. I just fucking can't stand him. Well, it's like he he doesn't have an answer to what she is either, but he also like is backhanded on like, well, I mean, like, you know, he's the so war sad, like this can't be good. Yeah, he's like, Well, the war, um, you know, a lot of people died, and like, you know, probably <laughs> yeah. because of you, Poppy, you weren't born yet, but we're just gonna blame yeah. the whole war on you. And yeah. <laughs> like he is, and he's like, you know, I this moonlight thing might have been a glitch. <laughs> Right. Either way, it's horrible. You're horrible. This cannot happen. And then we're, everyone is horrible and you are the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they like get back to Spess's Inn and they're kind of all sitting around at dinner. Jasper, Kieran's dad, shows up. And even though Alistair is older than Jasper, Jasper is the one that's like the head of the woman. Like, yeah, he, he like his for them. rank. Yeah, his rank yeah. is the highest. And we learned that Jasper has a drop of changeling blood in him. And it's kind of like how him and Kieran, that's like the answer to how they just kind of know, like they have the sixth sense of like reading people and like what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, like they really know before yeah. of what to do. And so he's like the head of the wolfman and he's there to officiate their wedding. And they're all sitting at this table. And I love this scene because I think it's like the big scene where Poppy finally stands up for herself, like aggressively. And they're talking about her and like the ascended and how she could let these things happen and blah, 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 blah. She gives it to Alistair and I fucking loved it. Like hands, like just sasses off to him. That's like chef's kiss to me. Well, she just finally like is just over it, you know? Yeah. And no one at this point has like taken anything that she has said, like to context, like, yeah, like this whole time we are doing what Castillo wants to do. Like we really are. And she is agreeing to it because, you know, like, okay. She wants to see Ian and she also wants to help people. She wants, she wants to help people. Right. And she wants to figure out the truth of like, what is going on. Yeah. She doesn't remember her childhood and why she was, you know, if she was taken or why, why she was taken from her parents, what happened to her parents, just all of these yeah. uh, unanswered questions. And in her mind, she's like, well, going with Castile is, probably, is my best option. And Alistair just like, he won't stop. Like he, yeah. like he is just on this like triumph of, I can't I wish I remember what happened in book three like and now I'm like pissed I don't remember like he is on this like strife of fuck her the whole time and it goes like till the end of the book like Alistair yeah. continues to be a fuck 
We also do learn in this book pretty heavy on. Uh, I think it's whenever he's talking to her when they first get Dispesses in and he's talking about the joining. He ends up, we end up finding out that Alistair was King Malik's bonded woman. And whenever King Malik ascended, you know who I'm talking about. I, ca- I can't get the names right without spoiling something. But when he ascended his love that wasn't the queen, um, Alistair yes. broke his bond and told the queen. And so I always got this feeling like there was like this, like he truly loved the queen and was like pissed that she didn't. I think no. he ends up saying like, if things would have played out differently, like he, like Castile would have been a son to me. Yeah. Yes. Underlying thing with Alistair and the queen and like. Well, and his like always his big search for power. Like, yeah. does he bring up, when does he bring up Gianna? Does he never brings up Gianna. Yes. He kind of like, and again, it's a manipulative thing to be like, Oh, I think it's after the cave scene, but since we're here, we'll talk about it. He brings up Gianna one time when they're like, we're getting married tomorrow. And he's like, well, your promise to Gianna, who is his niece and Shay yeah. was his daughter. Which is odd to me because, and, and Castillo and Poppy brings it up. Poppy's like, does no one else think this is fucking weird? Like, like and it's Shay who is your daughter. And then I don't, we don't, oh, we do find Gianna out. Gianna is Shay. Niece. And yeah. then Gianna and, and even Castillo is like, well, with Shay X, Y, and Z, but she looks Gianna, you know, looks like Shay. Like she's it's not he's, close. And he's like, ready you would have liked I her. Don't like her. Yeah. Like he was like, you he's like, Poppy, she's still alive. Like, you'll find like, you'll probably like her. She's nice. Yeah. And, and but we have Alice- to understand that their their lifespans are so long that like all he agreed, or he didn't even agree. The topic of him marrying Gianna for this quote unquote like arranged marriage happened like before Poppy was even born. Like very much long, like. Like it's been a while that like Castillo hasn't been home and like he hasn't ever agreed to this. So for him, it's like, it's been so long. I forgot. And Poppy's like, how the fuck do you forget? But you have to realize their lifespans are so long that like 19 years. And I think it's like last week. And I think like it it is like, yeah, Poppy, (laughs) you were born last Tuesday. We don't give a fuck. Um, But like you do, you have to see this Alistair, like he continuously strives for power in some way. trying. Yeah. And it's easy to not realize, like, I think it's important. Like if you do read these series, read it through, go back and read it again. Go back and reread because you pick up on all these things that you didn't like initially have. I did. I didn't. Like you wouldn't have told me out. You could have told me when I first read this, that Alistair was a good guy. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, he's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we have that scene. Um, Hot Springs. Let's go there. Hot Springs. No more pretending. They're not going to just be Poppy and Hawk. And Poppy comes up with this. one that says this. She's like, I want it to be real. And Castile's like a little take. He's not like in a bad way. Like, of course, he's excited. He's just taken back. Like, oh, God. Like, okay. He just like cannot wrap his head around the fact that like he is very much aware. And we get more of this later on when they like finally profess their love to each other. But he like has so much shame about how he treated her and deceived her and He's like, I just can't. It's almost like he's just in shock. He's like, how can she forgive me for what I did? Yeah. And like still choose me whenever I did all these things to her and like blah, 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 blah. Um, well, so and it's, yeah, they, they so we're not going to pretend anymore and they bang it out. And they bang it out hard. hard. And she, t- she talks about like, I thought it was so funny. She's like, yeah, like I just watched the water froth around this for how hard Castile was like basically impaling <laughs> the details. me. And it's like, oh God, you guys are fun. Oh no, I have this highlighted. She goes, Castile like the fuck. That was, oh yeah. Oh God, I love Is this love the first that time that like, 
I think it's their second time. No, no, Castile fucks. Like it's their he, yeah, yeah. It's their third time having sex. Yeah. So like she doesn't again. She doesn't have much experience, but she knows what fuck. But it like is. this one was like a this was like a claiming right here. Yeah, and he and she like the past two times like they've had sex. It's been more in like a loving manner, and not that this no, wasn't loving. But I do love her little blurb like inner monologue was. Yeah, it's Castile like to fuck her. Castile fucks. And I was like, yeah, yeah something like Castile that. does fuck. Yes, does. <laughs> and then knock, knock, who shows up? Kieran. Kieran. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like, we got to go. And it's so funny because like Kieran 100% is so in tune with Castile. He knows when Castile is fucking. And Poppy. Even Poppy's <laughs> like, how does he know that we're even here? And, and, and Castile's like, oh, he just knows. He just hears it. He's he fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean that pretty much happens. They're just kind of you know fucking around for a couple of days. Then we get to the Battle of Spess's End. The Ascended are coming. The Ascended are coming. I called Hallie. I was in the middle of my reads. Um, I had a break between cases, and I called Hallie, and I was like, "Yeah, this is where I'm at." And I was like, "Oh, I told her I was like, oh yeah, I'll text you where I'm at." And then finally, I just called her, and I was like, "Yeah, the Ascended are coming." <laughs> yeah, because I w- there was like a, there is a little bit of a lull. I don't know if it's like the I think it's the rereading too that sometimes I'm like, okay, I get it because I've already well. Read that's it. when I in between those two scenes when they're just kind of like fucking around it. It's so much poppy monologue. Just yeah. Like, questioning and I, everything and i told ah, her ah, i ah, said ah. i said get to the last 100 pages because the last this 100 is what pages, it is you pick up and you're like oh sweet god like and i go if the ascended are coming you're there and she texts me the ascended are coming <laughs> the ascended are coming the ascended are coming i really did feel like i was riding a fucking horse on the phone with Hallie. <laughs> yeah i did like how you know what i love Tell me. I not you know what I love I don't love other woman drama but I do like it in this like specific time whenever they bring up Gianna oh yeah who isn't really a threat to anything like at all it's just Alistair trying to spin his his lies but Poppy gets so jealous so she does oh and she's like I think I'm jealous like oh, she like tells I love Castillo this, this. And, and then Castillo like comes in later and he's like trying to be all like smooth and like lovey of course typical man has no clue what's going on like doesn't understand why Poppy could ever be mad about this and he's and like he's like trying to like row up on her and then she like says a line about like Gianna can warm his bed and he's like what the fuck did we not just hear what happened in the cave like weren't we didn't <laughs> yeah. we just like didn't you like, just what say the fuck are you talking real? about yeah but it's such a like 19 year old girl thing like yeah I would 100 percent be like you can go screw all your like I would totally snap oh off. yeah and it was like because now she feels a threat when she didn't you know she knows he there's nothing going to happen with Gianna or anything yeah. like Castile's made it clear, but it's it is not really other woman drama, but I love it because we know that nothing has happened or will happen. It's just, I love when people start getting like jealous and like, well, about damn time you started well, you're jealous. Your man. And it's like, you don't got to pretend sister friend. Like yeah. you could, Castile will be all about you and go to dinner right now and fuck. Yeah. Castile will do that on the table yeah. right in front of everybody. Like that's yeah. my, she is. So I did like, love the two really big conversations they have at the end. I was like fucking sob. I think I texted you like I'm fucking sobbing. Like leading up to their wedding. Like, oh my God. Well, and it's like they're talking, you know, Castile's finally, he has had a story to- about Shay and Malik. That's what we've Malik. decided. I say Malik, Malik and I say yeah. King Malik. Some people well, say those. It's, and Lee, I'm saying, you know, Malik is like, the brother. <laughs> yeah and it's like they're talking about Malik and just like Castile's love for his brother and him trying to like 
save him and like Shay trying to save Malik just because Castile was wanting to. It's just like all of these things that you finally get with Castile. Like he's gone through a fuck ton of shit mm-hmm. and he's trying to right all his wrongs. And then here comes Poppy kind of not helping that, but kind of now giving Castile like true happiness. I don't know. And yeah. he like explains that in his very Castile very way. Romantic spoony yes. way. That's perfect. And they get interrupted <laughs> because the sky is on fire. The sky is on fire. And they go outside and there's going to be Oh, yeah. Like, Delano yes, comes. They're coming. Well, he's like, because they're about to like fuck again. Like they're kind of getting, when they're talking. She's like, about to say that, or he's about to say she, he, I, I think, I think he's about to say he loves her. Oh, and yeah. She smells, she tastes mid-sentence. chocolate and berries. She tastes it. And, and then, yeah. Yeah. So then the ascended are coming and before uh, about a day or two before they get there, so they can only be out in nighttime. So he's like, let's get married. (laughs) And she's like, done. Let's do it right now. Basically. So Jasper comes in, they have the wedding. I was fucking bawling. She wears a beautiful red gown, which is my favorite with all of her scars showing no veil, even though that's Atlantean like culture guess who it was like absolutely not yeah don't put the veil on her don't, don't actually dare. don't bring that one out of the closet just Ever. leave that in there he puts her dagger on because of victor and he's not there like oh my god it is so and he's like you know you couldn't be walked but this is something to like hold you and let you be strong and like let you yeah. have a part of your oh god it is so good then oh no stop i love when they're kneeling i just love this part and they're sprinkling the sand i know over their rings and it's just like i know and then they cut themselves and it bleeds. I know. Oh, and that's when they get the omen. That's yeah. right. The night, I mean, the day goes black. Completely. The sun is blacked out. And Jasper says that whenever this is only other time he's seen it is whenever Poppy's parents, not Poppy, Castile's parents got married, but it wasn't to this magnitude. Like it wasn't like a full nighttime mode. And Poppy's like, what does that mean? And Jasper says, Niktos approves of who's the king of the gods like he's king the of the gods who is the main character in a shadow in the ember which we will be reading oh my god i'm so excited after book three i know i'm so excited because we will finally have new things like that yeah. to me i'm actually really excited for daddy Nikos. we've yeah. got we have gotten some spoilers you get that. in book three of from blood nash you start getting way more into the gods which i think that tone is set by the end of book two you kind of see we're going more of like the gods have something to do here. Like, what are we, what are they doing? Yeah. So it's this like huge omen from Nitos, like even better than his parents. Like he thoroughly approves of this message. <laughs> like he's Basically, ready. And she looks at her hand after the wound the is already healed. And it's just I this the glittery tattoo on the palm of infinity on the palm of is their it hand. Infinity? No, it's like a swirl. If you're reading the book, the, if you're reading, so I realize this, if you're reading the book, you know the swirl that interrupts the pages? Oh, yeah. Like the break? That swirl is the tattoo on the hand. Oh. Oh. And she kind of does some foreshadowing here, Miss um, JLA, and I don't appreciate it um, because Jasper says, like, you'll have that tattoo unless, like, the other person dies or they get a divorce. And I'm like, are you, if I have to find out that one of them dies because they see the tattoo go away, I'm going to lose it. No, I literally was like, okay, well, someone's going to die. Great. But like, no, I really did. I was like, oh, fuck. Great. <laughs> do I you do know, know, I do know. I couldn't have that. Never, 
But um, I've also read the beginning of book three and nearly had to go into like a psychiatric ward for what happens. I'm not going to well, say anything past that. Could and you have really the tattoo on your going. hand? Could you have that? Like the stress? No, I'd love it. But the stress. But I would look at it every, every, every minute, minute, every day. And like, if it just kind of like faded, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like whenever I track my husband on his yes, phone. Yes, yes. It's know, like, like the GPS. It's life 360 on your hand. Right. <laughs> And like, if it doesn't load, I'm like, where the fuck is he? Yeah, what's he doing? What the He's off the he grid. Sean's in the woods. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> what is where, he doing? Who are you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, we it? have the wedding. And then we have after the wedding. The blood swapping. So this is a part of, Vanetta kind of talks about this. Jasper also talks about Kieran. They all lead up in this like. I also love during their wedding whenever Jasper and Castile are like making suggestive jokes about this, and Poppy's like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Yeah, she's that. She kind of like knows and that. Castile's like, "Oh yeah, we will." Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck up. Okay, Castile, but they do. They actually do do it. Um, <laughs> so they do, and oh my god, it is like there's a knife. And fangs. I mean, this was like your perfect scene. I feel it like. was. I'm telling you, this book was it for me. He feeds off. Well, and it's not even like feeding. It's like this, like they become one kind of. He also blood. Like, tells her of multiple other places he could feed, and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he is. He's like, listen. Well, Kieran also alludes to like a long time ago, like when he first feeds that it doesn't have to be as intimate as you guys do it. You can just like offer yeah. your wrist. Like, Oh yeah. Know. I love that. Yeah. Part. And she was like, well, that's just great. Wow. Well, the, thank you for the suggestion. Now, Kieran. Kieran and Castile in this book, when they would try to like embarrass her with like those kind of things, I was dying because it's such a, like, if you've ever had really good guy friends, like especially in high school, yes. like it was all, it was like, you know, with that, they're just like fucking busting your balls all the time and like trying to embarrass you, you know? And that, is Kier- Sorry, and that continue. is Kieran and Poppy. But he said, so first he bites her neck and he says like, I can feed like, oh no, no, no. Actually, I'm getting this wrong. He doesn't bite her first. He does tell her. He's then dressing like, her and like touching places. that he and He's like from. touching places and he's like, you know, this I could feed from here and like trails down her breast. And then he gets Your down neck. to her thigh, her Your neck. Boob. Your, Your femoral artery. And then he like touches her thigh. He's like, there's a, you're an, there's an artery right here. That's I want really... the femoral artery. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> that, would, that would be nice. That would be really nice. I'm going to say um, the clit one. I don't know. I'd well, and that's what he, he said. There's also, he like, <laughs> and there's also this place and he touches her clit. And then he's like, I could feed and pleasure you at the same time. Now here's me. Semantics. <laughs> So it would just be like to ruin the moment. <laughs> it would just like I yeah, could not like, deal. Like I could not. That would, it would really be the third nipple that uh, vodka talks about. And yeah, it would be the, yes, a hundred percent. And you know, I just that would be a no for me. The femoral artery. You know, I'm no. not going to say no. I'm just going to say I would have to be really drunk, and you yeah. couldn't tell me it was coming. Yeah, like you just have to do it, and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh, that just happened. <laughs> Did you pinch me? Like I would. Yeah. I would not fucking know. Whoa, my thigh. Fuck me up. Ephemeral artery. Um, what is it? Harley LaRue uh Zane does that to Juniper, I think. Or it's he does something with the femoral artery. You no, know, he doesn't. I don't know if he bites. He doesn't oh he, I don't does know if he bites bite or he her. like cuts her. I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, I think it's either. his claws. I think it's his- Oh, it's his claw. Yeah, he does claw her oh, on the way. Oh, I could also reread that one too. Man, keep it on track. <laughs> <laughs> Spike. These men. Speaking of the third one of those, she's writing it now. 
Yes. Uh, what is it? Um, something of the witch. Uh, the fucking oh soul God, of the witch. Or... The soul of the witch. I think is what it's called. Hallie. She has not put a that. release date, and I'm like hoping that in her spooky. I'm sorry, guys, we're derailing, but just for a moment because we haven't talked about this yet. Her we're spooky way. Rue, her soul to take series. Yes. She's announced on her Instagram this week that she is in her writing cave writing book three, which is like the final book, I think. And this. that's where we're getting this from. Of this. Yeah. Like they might, of this kind of trilogy. She yeah. said she could have spinoffs, but she doesn't know. But like, oh my God, I hope she releases it like fall spooky. Like um, the second one was released on Halloween. I remember vividly, I sat at home on Halloween. Yes, we read it. Pumpkin candles and we read it because I was like, this is the best Halloween ever. It was. It was. I was pregnant. I was like, no, I wasn't pregnant. This is before I was not pregnant. I was not. Oh, we didn't have trick-or-treaters. That's what I was pissed off about. I put a whole bowl. We had whole chocolate. Like we were the house. You got the good bars, the whole bars. And they didn't even come. We didn't get a single trick-or-treater. Okay. People don't trick-or-treat these days. You know, they they don't. People are scared. And I'm like, don't be scared. I mean, don't blame them. I mean, don't be scared coming up to my living. Don't be scared coming up to my dark house. This is like, a safe space. As I'm reading my demon porn in the dark. As I'm Halloween. reading all this, it, yeah. Don't interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't ring the doorbell. <laughs> okay, take your chocolate bars and go, you even. Take it all. Come in the back. Get out of here. Like I would, I would just like open. I would. Zane like, is cutting your femoral artery. I have to go. I have to leave. <laughs> Anyways, back on point. Okay. Um, back to it. The back to the blood coming, swap. They get married and then it's battle. And time. we're still at the blood swap. <laughs> we're still here. We're still at the blood swap. Sorry. He cuts it. Well, and then this is what's great is like he feeds off her because, and he says all of those things I will do to you, but right now I've got to make it quick and dirty. So he does bite her again. We love that. I love that. Quick Anytime. and dirty. <laughs> then he cuts her, his chest with a knife. Oh my God. He, he let, that's why he makes her keep the dagger on. Yeah. And like when she poppy says like and I watched the blood I was like oh my god what is wrong with me and I then, literally was like, like what is wrong he's feeding from her and she's, and she's feeding ste- from him at the same time they're getting it on oh my god it this is, is so this really was the book that introduced that I think it really did I finally I think I remember texting you when I first read it and I was like I don't know this what is, is going on but this blood king thing has got me down like down it is i wish she was like down <laughs> that's when i was oh and then i got the pocket knife for christmas and it really right. sealed the fucking deal yeah for me. <laughs> yeah so then like the, that night yes it's nighttime the ascended are at the gates they have arrived they have arrived they are here yeah. and um the duchess is there and is, she's the in duchess her scary like- bl- due to, due to preference on just like her scary fucking carriage it's like so gothic in my brain. Yes, it is. It's like, like gothic carriage, gothic black gown that she's yes. wearing. Like she's scary. Blood red lipstick. Like just gothic, you know. Duchess Tierman. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> she makes some pretty crazy claims here. Uh, she does, and you know what? The queen is actually her grandmother. That her mother was the first maiden. That um, Castile supposedly killed. Yeah. Um. She ends up saying that she's already ascended her friend Tawny and Tawny's waiting for her with the and which is And which is really funny because then um, Poppy's like, but don't you have to wait for me for others to get ascended? <laughs> like, she's like, like, unless they have Malik. But the God's permission too. She's like, she, the queen talked to the gods and they said it was oh, right, fine right. for Tawny to get ascended. And, and then I'm, she like realizes, yeah. 
Because the Duchess, the people around her in her army, I mean, they believe what the Ascended believe. So then Poppy's kind of like, oh, really? You want to tell them all it really is going down? Yeah. How about you keep Um, talking, Duchess? (laughs) Yeah. She brings up Ian and Malik during this scene, um, which we'll get into more in book three. Again, I'm not going to go too crazy that conversation because a lot of that you figure out in book three and I just don't want to spoil anything. But she makes those crazy claims about Poppy's parentage. Um, then I think it's so hot when Castile is like, let's fucking go and like drops down off the rise. And then she's oh, yeah. like, she's like, you're all alone. He's like, I'm never alone. And then like, bam, the wolven come in. It's such a movie scene in my head. Well, and it's cause it's so like, you know, he jumps like a lot of feet. <laughs> oh, off the rise. Like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. And, it, it, well, and, and he's just a badass. He is the whole time. And I mean, seriously, just carnage erupts. Poppy's carnage like, erupts. Poppy's shooting bows left and right. Not shooting bows, shooting arrows. She's from shooting the bow. bows. She's definitely <laughs> shooting bows. She's gonna be throwing some bows in a minute. Well, and it's like she's just making her way to the carriage. Like she's like, I don't fucking care. I'm yeah. after this bitch. Because Duchess Tierman goes and hides in the carriage. Of course, little bitch. Yeah. And she's like, Castile and her finally meet kind of at the carriage they're fighting people off and she kills no, they one. meet whenever the catapults happen and oh, fires yeah. erupt and he knocks her under a catapult and like they kind of in this moment like know the odds are against them because there's two waves of armies and the second waves come and it's kind of like we have to now get out of here so we're gonna fight our way out but they kind of had this moment where like they know the odds are so stacked against them because they're so out. Like it's like a thousand to a hundred, I think. Yeah, they said they didn't have enough. So they then were like, Poppy we ends enough. up in the middle of all of this. Like she ends up feeling her power, like something primal in her growing. She can feel all of the armies, like fear and anger and all their emotions. And this like moment happens and she ends up realizing they're not going to kill her. But if she died, that would be like the worst thing that they could do. So she ends up holding a knife to her neck. She's like, I'll slit my fucking throat. Yeah. Love this whole scene. But while she was having this moment of like chaos in her body, she ends up calling to the woman again. And all these women come running out of nowhere. The armies from Atlantia are somehow here. They like completely destroy them right and then you don't even realize like at that point when you're reading it that's kind of what's happened like that's that's how sly but that's how like sly castile sent kieran away and kieran like by order so he had to like by the bond like by order he couldn't not do it but her calling to him was enough to get kieran to leave them and come all the way back with all the women with jasper with everyone so then after that, they see everything's good. She finds the carriage. Oh, and I get for Kieran comes back and he sees they're married and he nudges her with his nose. Oh my yeah. God. And he's like, oh, Kieran like his Wolf little arm is just so fucking cute. Well, it's funny when she, is this when she says like she wants to bend down and pet? Who does she want to, oh, when she's standing with Delano on the rise. And she wants to pet him, but she's like, this she's, would be a bad time. This would be inappropriate. <laughs> But like, I also, I would also want to give him a little scratch. I would be giving so many belly rubs. I'd be like, hey guys, hey, It would hey, be hey. very inappropriate. Be very, like, I, I would care. be the worst. I'd be like, you all have to stay in your woman for yeah. it because I love you all. Yeah. So then she goes to the carriage. And Which is fucking. A lot of people had some issues with this scene. I had zero issues. Um, 
because they're like, oh my God, like all the wars going on and she just killed the queen and now they're just going to bang it out. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And so they get in the carriage and Duchess Tierman is like, Oh, like you want oh poppy you've come to be with me like, she like yeah just has no idea it's so <laughs> she's fucking nuts she, she's like oh poppy i can't wait yes. to take you back to the queen you, <laughs> you're you, here you've realized i didn't even have to work for this like yeah. whatever and then poppy just like fucking stabs her like is it in the face i think it's i can't remember the face of the chest i can't remember well duchess tierman starts to turn like she as she's turned like into that like ascended like rah, form she stabs her with the dagger and she ashes. just ashes just crumples to ash and castile is like this should not turn me on but it fucking does and they do he's they, like he's like watch the carriage i'll be right back yeah and he and her just fuck all over duchess Tyrion's like ashes angry dirty fucking i remember when that's this, the biggest like retribution though like i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna on fuck your ashes. ashes like i'm it's like, like i just gonna, I'm gonna take a shit you? on you it's like exactly. i'm gonna take a shit on your grave like i'm this gonna is, i'm gonna i'm gonna have happiness ashes. and an orgasm on your fucking ashes. yeah yeah this is also <laughs> another thing that happens with zane and juniper and holly yes, rue whenever they do fuck on top dead body that was they fun. do that was a good time. That I'm was- here for it. I loved it. The war was basically over. Okay, like everyone was. was there. They were wrapping it, it up. It was like, a, calm yeah. Down. They had already done the wraparound. They were just getting numbers. Yeah. Okay? Like everyone. She also, down. the queen also before she dies makes this claim. Like she finds out that they actually got married, and she makes this like sentence of like she's so happy they got married because she was like the queen's gonna be so happy because. You, we didn't even have like none of this. We didn't have to do any of this. Like this is what almost like what we wanted. We wanted and you, you did it, yeah, to get married and and go into Atlantia and all this stuff. And so that's just more to come in book three. You'll find out. But Poppy's like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, Poppy's like, what? What? You guys hated these folks. Now you yeah. want? Now you want? Okay, you're dead. Bang. Yeah. Like she literally yeah. is like, I I can't hear it anymore. Right. So then again, she goes to heal the injured. She talks this one woven who ends up telling her, like, she's feeling pretty good, right? Like, she's feeling like we did some good shit here today. If you don't like me now, what more can I fucking do? What else can I do? Yeah. And the woven's like, you know, the woven, clearly the woven are more open to her than Atlanteans. You see this throughout the book. You see it definitely at the end and maybe why. Um. But the woven is like, you still need to be careful because the Atlanteans, they didn't choose you. And they like, just, he's like sending her this warning of like what's to come. Well, and she's like, just because the, well, yeah, the woven's like, just because we love our prince doesn't mean we don't like, and the king, by the even king. though the yeah. prince wants you, the king like basically overrides him. Yeah. So, so like watch your back. You still have another yeah. war to fight. Sorry. Yeah. So then they go on their journey again to through the mountains. Godos, yes, Godos Mountains. We there's a lot from the mountains here on. I had to reread like my first read it like this four is like, times. This is the last so much like, 50 pages of just like, oh my God, so much information. So, so much information. And you really have to like, you do have to reread it to understand you have to what is happening. Everything. Well, what's happening on the mountains? Yeah. Like that is a big deal. So they do. Yeah. They go through the Scotus Mountains and they're riding on horseback again. And basically, once they start to approach the mountains, this is where they have a like, they think a lot of the gods are resting. So there's like this mist 
that's not usual mist. It's like magic. The goddess of, is it Aos? Aos. I think so that's she where she rests. She yes. rests. She's asleep. Yeah. She's asleep in the Skotos Mountains. and But there is. There's all this magic. And Poppy's starting to realize, like, there's no animals. They obviously, one can't see. This mist is so thick. But when she pushes her hands through the mist, it, like, they, it, like, wraps around her fingers. Like, it's, it's alive. Not, it's very much alive. Yeah. And Kieran and Castile are, like, warning her. Like, the mist can play tricks. Like, it can mess with you. Yeah. Like, you need to stay close to us. Don't be wandering off. Don't be asking questions. Yeah. Like, this is not the fucking <laughs> time. Questions. Like, Kieran especially says, don't ask questions yeah <laughs> like please no. we just need to sleep here and then we'll right. be out in the morning so yeah. they like they set up camp and this is to me i mean it's just setting up the joining perfectly it is well so foreshadowing set- that's the word yeah I'm kieran for. sets up three mats like where they're gonna sleep obviously poppy will be in the middle kieran on one side <laughs> casting on the other duh and poppy's <laughs> like singer. um and then, yeah, she's like apprehensive, but at the same time, she's like, well, they'll keep me warm. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so and they do. They do. And then I kind of, she wakes up and they're all cuddling. Oh my God. I thought it was so cute. They do. And well, that's what she realized. She like wakes up because she hears someone call. Well, first she hears someone calling her and it's her dad's voice. Yeah. And it's a dream back to the, like, back to the night when yeah. her parents so then she supposedly like, thinks she goes back to sleep. She has this dream about. Yeah the night all the shit went down and she's seeing a lot of things that like she didn't like remember before it's the most detailed dream slash flashback we have yet and I don't know if it's because more and this is like something I thought just rereading it was like I don't know if it's because she's closer to the culling and I don't know if it's because she's starting to remember because all these she's just like I don't know just immersed in all these things going on or it's the magic in the mountains I know. I don't know. I was here for it though, but I, I kept getting just like every dream secrets we would get. I would get more and more frustrated because like, I just want to know, I want to know who all was there. Like, yeah. What is it? Her father. We find out in this one, there is someone else there with He's her parents. Like, hooded cloak. The dark. Yeah. Just like this dark, dark figure. figure. And they're telling I'm really going to try not to ruin anything. I know. So like, there's a dark figure person there cloaked and she is, it. she gets to the point in the dream where Aos comes and is like, Poppy, wake up, wake up, stop, 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 like wake up. And they hear this big, like thundering crack, like, or boom or no, the mountain shakes. I'm sorry. The mountain shakes. Well, and she has, she has this vision. The, the mist actually takes form in front of her as like the God. We're assuming it's Aos. I mean, I assume it's Aos at this point. That's where she rests. It makes yeah. sense. Um, and she tells her, you won't find your answers here. You need to go back. You need to go home. And then like, you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah. And, in her and to mind, wake the fuck up. <laughs> home at this. Yeah. yeah. Home at this point is Atlantia because she's half Atlantean. Right. And that's where she's going. So Castile finds her and she's basically about to walk off this cliff when the God wakes her up. And then like, she's like, no, there was someone here. Like she was talking to me, like my dad. And he's like, no one was here. We didn't see anybody. We just saw you like fucking standing at the edge of a cliff. Yeah. Then they feel like an earthquake basically. And And Kieran is the one that says that was a God going back to sleep. So then they do believe that it's okay, Aos. Maybe she did see Aos and we just didn't. Like that. Yeah. That's weird. Like 
no, these gods have been asleep for like hundreds of years. So like, just like random poppy waking up for her. Like, yeah. I think it just adds to their mind that like there's so much more to this story and to who Poppy is that they don't even know. They're like, this is interesting. Like all the gods now are starting to wake up. Like Nitos is sending omens, the blood trees. You have Aos who's physically woken up to talk to her. Um, so yeah, just more like little nuggets. More nuggets. So they continue on and they, they get to get, Science Cove. They get to Science Cove, which is the edge of Atlantia. <sighs> and Basically, when they get to Science Cove, um, it's the Atlantic, weird vibes. Yeah, it's, it's very weird, weird vibes the second they pull up to the door. Yeah, like everyone is not like super pumped that Poppy's there that you do see. She's Cast- picking up weird things from Beckett. She's picking up weird feelings from Alistair. Even Castile, to me, when I first read it, even now, there's like a little. Well, and his is like, a, I think his is unsure because I think he is going back to the thought of like what the woven, the woven that she was healing pointed out was he's like we've gotten through one thing but like now i need my parents to accept her like, and this alistair can't... tells him oh by the way your parents are here and they weren't supposed to be there and they know about <laughs> the marriage and, and I... they know about all these things and, and funny a... who told them who probably alistair who, who do you who, think who Little do you who snitch he is a fucking snitch <laughs> it reminds me of that fucking tiktok now with that dog that's like fucking rat-headed snitch when she's ta- <laughs> when he's talking about the vet please make a reel on that yes please make a reel on that for Alex. <laughs> i will because he is <laughs> anyways <laughs> like she's fucking rat-headed snitch yeah anyways <laughs> i fucking love it. it's like a doberman too it's yeah. so funny <laughs> so Castile is like already like what the fuck Alistair and he's like we need to talk and Beckett all of a sudden pops up and is like I'll go take you to the temple oh oh do you want to go there I'll take you let's go she's like actually yes because you can imagine like she just got married the people hate her she's seeing water for the first time like like like, there's just like water it's green hills it's beautiful also like your in-laws who you're meeting your in-laws after you got married when they specifically said don't get married like she's a little stressed okay she's like I'll leave she wants to put this off as long as she can. Don't blame her. So she's like, yes, let's go. They get to the temple. Things are not well. She, I hate how she has this moment of like looking at like they have these huge statues of like gods and like she's seeing a version Pillars, of Atlantia. Yeah. And she like has this feeling that like it feels right. This primal thing in her, her magic or whatever you want to call it is like intensifying like she does feel like oh i am coming home like okay and then boom what do you know well and you know what beckett i hate pieces out well i hate what beckett says and it's such a little boy thing though because he knows know. what he's doing is not great for I what's know. about to come and he's like poppy i really just want to like thank you for like thank healing you for saving my legs. life like you you don't know what you did for me and then he's like but i gotta go skirt skirt <laughs> she looks around you know what this reminded me of the people uh game of thrones um i don't know if it's season four season five when Daenerys is at the like fighting pits and like the gold mask people oh, yes, yes, are like yes. all of a sudden there, like ready yes. to like attack her. This yes. for some reason is like what I imagine these Atlanteans with their gold jewelry, their white, whatever. They have these like daggers and they're start to stone her. And they don't, they're just sitting there saying like, you're a, you're a whore, like all of these things. They're obviously- whore. You're here to destroy our kingdom. You're, they think that she is a soul eater, all this stuff, which she even says, how would have they even known? And it's because I'm convinced it was Alistair. Yeah, no, I'm convinced it's Alistair. I don't remember. And I know we do find out. And I just, I, 
I know. Even if we do remember, remember. We, it's good because then we don't ruin anything for yeah, you. Like, no. it has to be, right? Like, who else would have told them? Like, Alistair went ahead of them for a reason. This yeah, is it wasn't awesome. fucking Kieran. So, like. Exactly. And Kieran would never. He would never. He's a he ride would, or die. He knows, okay? he's, an a, he's an A1. He knows better. And she ends up just getting fucking pissed. And she's like, I warned you. Well, she said, like, you fuck with me. Like, she's like, listen, I'm not trying. Like, I get you guys are all upset. Like, I'm not an ascendant. But I haven't done anything to you. But you're threatening me. You're on thin ice. (laughs) Yeah, you're on thin, thin ice. So they do. I love when she says, it's not my husband you have to worry about. It's me. It's me, bitch. She is. She's like, I'm feisty, okay? Um, And and she is. And then blood rains down. And, like, everybody's like, what the rolling. And it's fuck it to me. I thought it was Niktos. I think it is. I do think. I it's think it's Niktos. one of the gods. Yeah, it's definitely. It has real. to be because even afterward, I still don't have this scene fully like understood. And I think it's because we don't understand everything else, but we will. I think it is Niktos. Even afterwards, like his is like the only flame that's like staying lit. That's lit. Staying lit. The we'll get there, but like the queen like puts the crown at yeah. his feet. And it turns to gold. Like, I do think Nietzsche's has a very big part here. And her full empath abilities come out. Yeah, she fucking kills everyone. everyone. Like, but just with like a boom of power. Like, boom, it reminds yeah. me of like a sonic boom. Like, she just was like, boom. And, yeah. out. and she describes it as what she understands what a soul eater is like she takes all their pain and their hatred and their anger and she just like erupts it back to them and it kills them so in her mind she's now like terrified she's like what herself did i just yeah. do yeah what did i just do how did i do this i just could all visit lantians like my in-laws are about to show up like this is not the way i wanted to meet my in-laws <laughs> like <laughs> this is not how it was supposed to happen i'm this really not sorry the way it's supposed to go. could you imagine like poppy just like piling the bodies behind a wall like i'm really <laughs> sorry i'm just cleaning oh, hi <laughs> Oh, I'm really sorry. Hi. Don't pay attention to the mess. That was not me. The yeah, blood. you clean it up. The blood ray? Not me, guys. <laughs> Must be. Your sprinklers are broken. Why are all the showers and shit? Um, you should probably handle the blood issue. But you guys like hoses, right? <laughs> like, you just spray this down. <laughs> she just like totally turned it around the queen. Yeah. This is the home you keep. <laughs> this is the home you keep. You might this, want to clean. She's probably like, this is nice. All this is you. Yeah. The Nimi leaks TikTok. <laughs> the, white, the white fridge. Yeah, there's there's no roaches or anything around here. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna die. So then she hears the thundering of Paul's and all the fucking women in Atlantia and around everybody's are here. like jaw dropped like <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> they all are here jasper kieran everyone and they are here for poppy and the bonds have broken they are now bonded to her all poppy she is every like single woven queen every single woven not none you're all sick. screwed <laughs> that's what i was thinking like you're all fucked all she needs to do is get a migraine and you're <laughs> fucked <laughs> done <laughs> She just has to say one time she thinks it, you're dead. And then I love how the queen is just like, oh uh, God. And she just <laughs> takes her crown off and lays it at Poppy's feet. And it does. And it turns gold. It's really crazy. And a crown it's a, of gilded bone. It is. We're coming up next. <laughs> but, you, but it is. It's just a crown of bones. 
No, it's gilded. It's gold. Nito's upgraded that shit for her. And then a blood tree. <laughs> there it goes. There it is. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and here. the queen ends the book with bow before your queen. This is the last true descendant of the king of the gods. So now we end the book with the queen claiming that she is a descendant of Nitos. Like, I just got chills you saying that again. Because I know. this whole time we think, oh, she's just an empath warrior. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's only like half. Poor thing. <laughs> she's like, Castile's like, there's no way you're like that fucking cool. You're special, like, honey. Believe me. Okay. You're special. You you're special. an empath. You're an empath warrior. <laughs> I mean, I am an Atlantean prince, but you are still, you are special. Okay. Don't, no one can take that from you. (laughs) And then she's like, I wanted to be a dragon. Yeah. She's like, this isn't it. (laughs) I want to be a dragon. Fuck the empath. I want to be a dragon. I don't blame her. Me too, honey. But no, like you really are sitting there and you're like, what is going on? I remember reading this because we read them as they released. So like, if you're just not reading the series now congratulations to you you don't have to wait um we had to wait after this and i'm rereading this scene so many times trying to to figure out what the fuck just happened well because we were like we do obviously we i do remember that part of the third book of what she really like full-on is and that was the thing like you are just sitting there like okay she's a descendant of the last descendant of the king of the gods like then you're like okay the king of the gods is Nictos. so what is our murder boards blew up after this book no because we were like what does this mean because we were like is she a direct daughter of Nictos? has Nictos yeah. been awake like, who are her parents yeah but then we think you know the queen is her grandmother then who was the queen like yeah we just went nuts with it crazy for a very very long and time and that's all we can say because we don't want to ruin book three but you get a lot of these answers very quickly questions. you get it very quickly in book three like very. the first third of book three i remember just being like a fucking emotional roller coaster and like gasping and like sobbing so prepare yourselves yeah it's really it's scary what ends up happening i mean it's scary but it's so good and then once you get so to good. once you get to this once you get to the last fourth of the book fuck hot <laughs> fuck listen listen listen. listen castile might have might have got us here with his swoony and his sarcasm and his his you know perfect hair but um poppy by the end of the book three i'm here I mean, for poppy i'm a poppy stan poppy's not a virgin anymore okay she is not. Bobby has found her power. She has found it. She has she found. She is that bitch. <laughs> she clearly is that bitch. What um, is that thing? It's like, she is the moment. She is. <laughs> she is her. She, she is, is the moment. She, <laughs> she is the moment. Is her. That is Poppy in book three. <laughs> like, that is her. It is good. So the third book is A Crown of Gilded Bones. Yes. And we will have that out. Let me pull out my handy dandy calendar. Calendar. We will have that out on the 20th. Yeah, 20th. 20th. So we got to get to reading. I started book three last night. Did you feel good? Yeah. Good. Well, guys. Because I can't just leave up on that scene. Like, I just. No, you can't. You do have to I have to go in and, like, finish it. Because you do. do You pick up right in the middle of that scene and you you finish it. Like, two seconds after. Like. Mm Mm-hmm here we go mm-hmm. um let's meet the in-laws <laughs> and here we go <laughs> great poppy's like i'll be you having your this. in-laws are bad poppy's like please <laughs> no this funny she is like i'll be having this takes the crown. 
I, she doesn't do that, but it, I'm just saying. You, um, as all the women are snarling at them. <laughs> yeah. like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. you don't touch it. I'm feeling no. a headache coming on. Do you, do you want me to get a headache? <laughs> you don't want me to get angry. <laughs> and I will say, uh, just from book three, to get you excited to go read it. The queen and Poppy's relationship is fascinating to me. Oh my God. It's so political. It is so good. It's so good and like political and just like they're just underhand. It's like so like misty and like mysterious. It's so good. Like underhanded. Like yes. And it's not just from the queen. Like, it's from the Poppy too. Like she's oh, like, it's I don't all trust of the you. parties involved. Yeah. Castillo's like a hype boy from here on out. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, go me. girl, go bitch, go. Oh, he, bitch. He, he was literally oh, like, girl, I'm a princess, but you the queen. <laughs> Look at my queen. I mean, I'm a princess. Yeah. You the prince. I'm a prince. She's the motherfucking queen. She's like, she's the queen and we're all sorry people. He's literally the biggest hype boy from here on out. And he's like, he that's is. my girl. She that's wants to kill 20 girl. people. That's her. <laughs> that's her. That's her. <laughs> He's a stan account for Poppy. He <laughs> run he runs all the fan pages for Poppy <laughs> Belfort at this point. <laughs> it is Castile de Nier. Castile's like, I am her. She I is am me. her. She is me. <laughs> me. Love her. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> all right. Anyways, that was it. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and sign us out. Guys, please follow us on Let's Talk About Smut Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can also uh, rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. Keep those one stars please, to yourself. Please. Yeah, we really would love it. If you want to see us come up on your top tens and, and subscribe, on your... like if you want to like, keep listening. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll tell you when a new episode podcasts. like crazily comes out. It's just like a notification. Not crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's super. Um, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up in the DMs. I would say we have a TikTok, but I got us banned. Yeah. Um, other than that, knives, if you feel like you can't reach out to us, through Instagram, you can always hit us up at let's talk about smut at gmail.com. As usual, we love you and love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.